Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Friday, February 9th. It is seven minutes after nine with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. What should we talk about? Anything going on? Well, Joe Biden started the day yesterday by saying, I said I'm going to be a president for everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. <laughs> it's like an M&M. And then he ended the day coming out with a fiery defense against that report put out by special counsel Robert Herr, in which it questioned his mental acuity and suggested that his memory may be hazy. They called him an elderly man with a poor memory. Okay, so the, the you know, 10,000-foot view on this is Biden, who did the exact same thing Trump did, only probably worse because he had things from his time as a senator, Mm -hmm. which there's no he said, she said, reasonable people can disagree about having classified documents outside of restricted areas as a senator. But let's just say it was the exact same thing because he had classified documents he shouldn't have had. Trump had classified documents they say he shouldn't have had. Trump is going to be on trial for his life Mm -hmm. with this lunatic leftist Jack whatever his face is. And Biden now will not face any criminal charges, confinement, nothing, because he was too old mm-hmm. and too feeble to remember or put coherent thoughts together about what he did and how he did. And even remember back to, according to this, when he was vice president, Casey, mm-hmm. it's not like I, you're asking him to remember, hey, your, your uh, freshman year of high school in the 20s or whenever that was. He couldn't re- claim, claimed, you know, who knows? Maybe he was like the, the Chin Giacante here, the mafia guy that used to shuffle around, or a junior soprano, you know, shuffling around in his pajamas in the middle of the street so people think he's crazy. But this report claims that the president of the United States mm-hmm. cannot remember back to when he was vice president and cannot even remember when his son died. So he's not getting charged because of his poor memory. He's too senile to stand trial, but he's okay to run the country. Right. This guy has the nuclear codes. Yes. This guy is cannot remember back to when he was claims. He cannot remember to when he was vice president, cannot remember when his son died. But we are led to believe mm-hmm. that Joe Biden is capable of meeting with world leaders. He's capable of having the nuclear codes. He's capable of national security. I mean, these two things cannot be the same. Either... He should face charges, and he is just a great actor, or it is is time for him to go. Mm -hmm. And we've long talked about this. I don't agree with, say, Gavin Newsom. I, I don't like his policies. I don't like, you know, his vision of the country or things that he's for. But I have no idea, no doubt he knows who he is. I have no doubt he could tell you something that happened, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. 
I have no doubt that he's capable of meeting with world leaders and forming coherent sentences and not talking to dead people and and not getting uh, heads of country blatantly wrong or claiming he met with people who have been you know dead for 30 years. I, I am confident Gavin Newsom could at least in a professional manner represent the United States of America. Joe Biden cannot do that. He could not, this guy, her claims he could, he is not charging him because he was mentally incapable of remembering Mm -hmm. very basic important things. He's too mentally unwell to be accountable for his crimes. So he's the president, right? He has to do some very nuanced, complex levels of thinking, yet he cannot. That's what the Department of Justice is saying. That he can't do it. And it's his Department of Justice. Right. He can't say it's Trump or, you know, whatever. And look, again, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, whatever. We tell you this as some as a, two people who dislike all of these people. We have no dog in this fight other than a better country. And this guy has no business, none, running the country if he were your grandparent there is no way you would leave him alone you would not let this guy live by himself and he is running the country at least in name of 330 million people yeah and we have the right to know whether our president is capable of making decisions critical decisions and the department of justice is saying no no he's not but here we go with peter Ducey for the win in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because in his description you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory i'm well-meaning and i'm an elderly man and i know what the hell i'm doing i've been president and i put this country back on its feet i don't need his recommendation that's How totally bad is your memory and can you continue as president my memory is so bad i let you speak that's you, the, that's that's. Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, President. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, Mr. President, voters have concerns about your age. How are you going to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. Mr. President, Mr. President. Then charge him. He said he's fine. Mm-hmm. Charge him. Yeah. These two things cannot both be true. You cannot let somebody continue to run a country if they're incapable of, without malice or, you know, ill intent, of remembering things they did when they were the vice president of the United States or when their kid died, Casey. Mm-hmm. So either he is an actor like like Giancante, the chin. And he's put a giant ruse on the American people or her is right. And I tend to believe her is right. And if you can't charge him because he did it, there's not a dispute about whether he did it. There's not a dispute about whether he did something that they believe is illegal. He did, but they're not charging him because he's essentially not insane. But Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I don't don't know what the legal definition of it is, but he's incapable of basically being accountable 
for his own actions at this point. I think it's really interesting that here's a guy who doesn't often hold press conferences. Somebody said, yep, let's put him out there in front of the press corps and have him answer questions. Somebody signed off on this and thought it was a good idea. Or there's the other side where nobody signed off on this and they said, yeah, let's see what happens here. (laughs) We're done with you. We're showing you the door. Go out there and talk. Well, you know, you have had this theory uh, spot on you for several months now about you thought, well, they're going to, they got to make it to convention Mm -hmm. because if you don't make it to convention, then you totally open up this, you know, just absolute chaos in a, in a primary where anybody could get, you know, Bernie Sanders could get it, Hillary could get it, a whole bunch of people who they don't, you know, what are these squad people could get it, you mm-hmm. know, because the, the base of the Democrat Party is just basically a bunch of Marxists now. So now they got a real problem because the convention is many, many months away still. And this is, I mean, the CNN's going after him. I mean, mm-hmm. this is incredibly damaging for him. Okay, so he appeared very confused. He appeared angry at times. It seemed like he almost was going to start crying. But then after assuring us that his memory is fine, so contradicting the report of the DOJ, he refers to Sisi of Egypt as the president of Mexico. The conduct of the response... In Gaza, in the Gaza Strip, has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. Mm-hmm. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. Does anybody believe anything he says anymore? I mean, he was leaving the podium and then turned around and walked back to say that, which is so out of character because normally he has his notes in front of him. It's predetermined who he's going to call on. And then he makes that gaffe. Now, you had mentioned CNN, and they're in complete denial as well. So Eli Honing was on, and you were saying that this guy's a total liberal. Yeah, e- Eli. Uh, so this again with CNN. Um, you're again, you're not getting radical right wing, you know, Republicans. Um, and one of their kind of go to guys is this uh, is this Eli Honing, and um, uh, what do they list him now? He's a senior, whatever. They give him some big, you know, title. And um, you know, he's out of New Jersey. Obviously, not a uh, you know far right wing state so we don't have some trump loyalists here and listen to his description of what took place in that report from her here are the facts joe biden established by this report joe biden retained sensitive classified documents after he left the vice presidency marked classified yes marked classified highest level top secret sci they related to our international affairs to war plans, to foreign relations. He knew it. He knew it. He's on tape after he's out of the vice presidency saying to his autobiographer, the classified documents are in the basement. 
He knew it. But he just denied that. That's, exactly. that, that so was that's a key part of the report. It's the second sentence in the report, and he just denied sharing that with the ghostwriter. And I yep. just looked at this closely. Uh, they had recorded conversations between Biden and this ghostwriter. Exactly. So, again, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's not, uh, you know, AOC making the indictment here. Mm-hmm. But, again, with, with, with Honig, it's not, uh, you know, it's fill in your favorite. Uh, there aren't many conservative attorneys that are coming off the top of my head here. But, it's it, look, it's a guy that was he was a former uh, assistant U.S. attorney in New York. He's been around. He knows this. He knows the process of what these guys are going through. And he's not some radical right wing Republican. And he is telling you. This is incredibly damaging, and he's Mm -hmm. on CNN, Casey. Mm -hmm. And this is what they didn't want to come out, how damaging this would be. It is 18 after 9. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 23 minutes after 9 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the sale of spirits has beat out beer and wine for the second straight year. More people are buying liquor than they are beer and wine. And uh, the number one booze to buy is vodka. Yeah, it seems about right. I mean, look at the condition of the country. Wouldn't you be buying as much hard alcohol as you possibly could, Casey? <laughs> so what are you saying? That people need something a little stronger than just a beer? They they, they want it, uh, a smaller amount and have the effect quicker. I'm just saying that if you... Let's just take yesterday, mm-hmm. for example. Okay, so we're told the leader of the free world. Mm-hmm. Now, rem- now those that are seasoned enough will remember that at the end of Reagan's presidency, where he clearly had all his faculties about him, he clearly, I mean, you know, he, the f- final few years of Reagan's presidency in terms of foreign policy were incredibly successful in terms of dismantling what would become the dismantling of the Soviet Union, et cetera. But yet we were told by the by the Democrats, oh, he's losing it. Oh, he's lost a step. Oh, he has he, the onset of Alzheimer's. He's got he's to get out of there. Joe Biden is one million times worse than Ronald Reagan ever was, and yet he is not only still there, he's running for re-election. Mm-hmm. Casey, there is a prospect. Like, let's just remove where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he is one year from now? Yeah, don't be silly. I don't think it's ever going to happen. So you've got that. You've got Todd Young and the rest of the Good Time Fun Gang totally abandoning this country and the border. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And passing a gajillion dollars of aid to Ukraine, and then you've got Trump trying to convince the Supreme Court that he didn't do something he's never been charged with. I mean, what... What is going on in this country right now, Casey? This place is a mess. Mm-hmm. It is a there is no leadership. There is no leadership. There's nobody stepping up. There's nobody raising their hand. There's nobody willing to do the hard things and it is across it is across the board. And that's why people are going to the spirits. So vodka number 1 followed by tequila and mezcal, then whiskey cordials and then ready to mix or ready to drink cocktails. And that's Probably another reason why spirits. It's a women thing, isn't it? Isn't that mostly women that drink those ready-to-make cocktails? Like the you know you buy them in the little cans at yep. the store. That's those seem geared towards women.
Either that or people who are just in a hurry and don't want to buy all the mixed stuff separately. They don't want to like put the effort. You know, they do like pre-made margarita. Lazy people, I guess. Not really a lot of you know effort that takes Um, place there. And uh, with the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, you probably have even more consumption. Yeah. But to your point, for all of those people who are shouting to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment, well, there's this. Done it before. Can do it again. Go Niners. Done it before. Can do it again. And I'm rooting for that. Um, You know, I was just literally last night talking with my husband about what our menu will be for Super Bowl. So I'll I'll keep you posted. But we got some ideas. All of them are going to be delicious. Mm -hmm. There's your border czar. And and remember, if they invoke 25th Amendment and bounce Biden, she becomes president. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she's going to let you know what she's going to have for the Super Bowl because that's the most important thing on her mind. I'm right so now. torn on this because obviously I cannot, under any circumstance, uh, cheer for the fighting Yoko Swiftos. But man, I really don't <laughs> want San Francisco to win either because I don't want her and Gavin Newsom and Pelosi to be excited. So what am I supposed to do, Casey? Uh, you're just supposed to make a bet that you think will happen so you can follow along that way. By the way, 32% of people call in sick the following Monday after the Super Bowl. Hey, speaking of bets, and I don't want to brag, mm-hmm. but you know Nigel is gone. He's at that uh, Phoenix Waste Management Open out there, that big golf tournament in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I gave him, he's like, who should I bet on? And I gave him a long shot bet of uh, Sahith Thigala. <laughs> How about that for a long shot bet? Yeah. I think he was like 45 to 1. Casey, you want to take a guess after day one who's leading the tournament? Is it your guy? Sahith Thigala. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Casey. How good am I? You can't help but win. Hey, you mentioned Todd Young, and we're going to talk about him coming up from 93 WIBC. morning 931 it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC so the US Senate voted yesterday 67 to 32 in favor of of advancing a 95 billion dollar foreign aid bill uh the bill uh sends money to Ukraine Israel Gaza and Taiwan and, and guess what Rob what uh, there's no money for border security so what what uh, uh 48 billion to Ukraine Eleven billion for Israel, nine billion in humanitarian assistance for Gaza, five billion going to Taiwan, and a big fat goose egg for border security. Yeah, it seems about right. Um, <laughs> well, look I, again. We we talked about this earlier this week. When these people speak, you should listen. And Schumer told you what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. He said, "Okay, if you won't tie it to the border." I'll just put it out on his own. You're not getting a standalone border bill. They're absolutely not going to pass that. And those senators who couldn't pass border security couldn't sprint to clock that vote in fast enough to give $95 billion with the Keep in mind, the entire Marine Corps budget in 2023 was something like 52, $52 or $53 million. So you're talking about almost double the entire budget of the Marine Corps they are giving to other countries. One country we won't even identify as independent of China. So we're giving it to these people who we don't even say they're independent of China. Mm -hmm. Um, The other country has no track record of supporting us. The only one that you would look at of all the money going out that you'd say, well, at least they're kind of our friend is Israel. But we shouldn't be giving any of this money to anyone anywhere because we are broke. We are thirty-four trillion ish dollars in debt. 
It's all printed money. And now we're just going to print a whole bunch more money that future generations who don't have a say in it are going to have to pay back. And we're going to pay more for everything because printed money is the primary driver of inflation. Indiana Senator Todd Young uh, disagrees with you. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, my gosh. No, Casey. No. Duke of Spendingburg doesn't. No. He said today's vote is about providing vital security Uh assistance to Israel, Ukraine and Taiwan. We cannot abandon these allies and partners as they face existential threats. Ukraine's not an ally. And this shows how inept that guy actually is. There's nothing in Ukraine's past that shows they are our friend. There's nothing in the past of Ukraine where they have been, you know, uh, a reliable stalwart that has joined with us. Again, wasn't too long ago, they were Team Saddam Hussein, Casey. Mm-hmm. But again, Todd Young made it very clear when we had that infamous encounter where he moved very aggressively towards me with the very burly armed uh, sheriff's deputy behind him at the Stacks Pancake House that he was never stopping. He was never going to stop spending money. He does not care. And again, when these people speak, we should listen to them. Todd is doing exactly what Todd promised he was going to do. And look, if you're hearing my voice right now and you are upset about this, we warned you in 2022. We told you if you reelect Todd, well, we can't do that. We might get a Democrat in there. What's the difference? Yeah. At least with the Democrat, there'd be somebody to fund to fight with. This guy, all these people lined up behind this guy out of fear, and now they're outraged that he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He went on to say it's a vote in favor of rebuilding our defense industrial base. Hey, well, how do you word it? Defense industrial base. Let, let me, okay, just read that in a, just can you read all that whole thing in one sentence again, and then I'll, I'll try to edit the sentence. It's also a vote in favor of rebuilding our defense industrial base. So it's also a vote in favor in favor of continuing to enrich my donor and lobbyist friends with the military industrial complex. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. He said we have to restore our military readiness from artillery to semiconductors. He is obsessed with these semiconductors. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, he and uh, Schumer teamed up uh, along with his adult supervision, Mitch McConnell, to take billions and billions of dollars of printed money again, uh, DAF, deficits or future taxes, so taxes on poor and middle-class people, so that some of the richest, most powerful companies in the world could have their their money. I mean, like, it's just a broken record here, and I, I don't know what people thought they were going to get with this guy. I see all the time now. Can we recall him? No, you can't. Well, can, can, we, can we vote him out? Yeah, in 2028. You're stuck with him, and he yeah. knows that. He knows you are stuck with him, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. So we tried. We told you. We said, do not put this guy back in there. You'd be way better off having the Democrat in there than this guy, and he is doing everything he promised you he was going to do. He says that his vote for this money going to Ukraine and other countries is uh, critical to deterring conflict. Now, How about we deter illegal immigration at the border, Todd? Mm-hmm. How about putting us first once, Todd? So the Senate is going to hear more debate on this, and believe it or not, it's going to be up to Chuck Schumer about whether they're going to add any amendments to this bill, like an amendment for border security. Republicans in the Senate, again, I expect this from the Democrats, and you should expect this from the Democrats. This is who the Democrats are. But the Republicans in the Senate, because what, there were 30... What were the 32 no votes, 33 no votes on this? 32. So, so that means if there were 32 no votes, 
That means 17, if all the, if, what, what was the final total? 60? 67 to 32. 67 32. So 17 Republicans teamed up with all the Democrats. Mm -hmm. And so more, almost, well, not quite, but almost, uh, what would that be? What I'm doing math on the fly here. Almost a third, over a third of Republicans in the Senate abandon the border and are... Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Giving money, printed money, to Ukraine. So there's this uh, Ohio sheriff. His name is Richard Jones. He's from Butler County, and he just got back from a uh, recent conference in Washington, D.C., and he decided to have a press conference because he wanted to inform everybody what was told to him while he was in Washington, D.C., and it came from the FBI director, Christopher Wray, and he said that Christopher Wray said it's not a matter of if, but when a terrorist attack will happen. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries, 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world, the way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So apparently Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are refusing to meet with the sheriff and police chief associations to work together to uh, secure the southern border. Uh, That doesn't surprise me about Joe Biden. He's a little busy right now. Plus, he can't remember that that's on his calendar. Uh, But Kamala Harris, she's the border czar, right? This should be a top priority for her. And Curtis Hill in Indiana, who's running for governor, he uh, put out a note that he says that he's demanding that Governor Holcomb deploy the Indiana National Guard to help Texas secure the southern border. He said Hoosiers deserve a governor who leads instead of follows. Okay, uh, okay, but look, again, and I, you know, I like Curtis, and Curtis, probably I talked to him yesterday, in, in fact. Um, by the way, that interview we did with Suzanne Crouch, that was uh, that was it was off the charts in terms of the amount of people. Very important political people uh, who who listened to that and had a lot of commentary uh, publicly and privately about it. But um, okay, but what like what is that the like that's what we're focused on as as governor? I mean, I, I'm not I'm not. It just seems like we're totally all these candidates are totally reactionary that are running for governor. This thing with the FSSA yesterday mm-hmm. with, with Suzanne, reactionary. Curtis Hill, reactionary. Remember when Curtis came out and said, if I'm the governor, there'll be no mask mandate. Then and they then all, everybody then they all did. Went, it's yeah. just like a reactionary, we we respond to 
things in real time. So I, I don't know. I mean, I just like a plan for property taxes, Casey. Mm-hmm. I'm not against helping out at the border. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not against doing that. I just like somebody, anyone, anybody. I mean, any of the six to come up with a viable plan on property taxes. Hey, speaking of that, Eric Doden's going to be with us at 11 o'clock. He is. So another uh, candidate for governor is going to come on the Kendall may, and Casey show. Maybe he would like to win some votes and have a plan for property taxes today at uh, at 11.06. All right. Well, we'll hear from him coming up. It's 93 WIBC. Fed rate cut plans have reduced mortgage rates more than a full point and dropping you've been waiting to sell now is the time maximize your home sales price with the agent and team i recommend mark deedle maybe you want to maximize equity for your home but not sure how mark deedle guarantees your home sold at a mutually agreed upon price and deadline or he will buy it listen to what claire and gary in danville had to say about working with mark deedle We were retiring and moving to Florida. Our home in Danville was on the market for almost a year with our previous agent. We hired Mark Deedle and things got changed fast. We got an offer we thought we would never get. Mark and his team were a lifesaver. Call the agent I trust and recommend and the agent who guarantees your home sold or he'll buy it. Call Mark Deedle, 317-755-4232 for all the details or go online to markdeedle.com. That's Mark, D-I-E-T-E-L.com. Morning. It is 15 minutes away from 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So who would have thought that the uh, Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin would not be the biggest story of the day yesterday? <laughs> Tucker got upstaged by Joe Biden's press conference. But he did, in fact, release his interview with the Russian president. It came out uh, about six o'clock last night, and the two discussed a lot of things. They spent a lot of time talking about Russian history. And, and there's... There's something to notice, right? You've got the president of Russia who can spend a half an hour with no notes and talk about 100 years worth of history, and yet Joe Biden can't remember where he ate lunch. Right. Uh, The the president of our country should be able to go back to 1924 and have a relatively firm grasp of the past 100 years of the United States. You should. I I don't think that's some... Oh my gosh, Putin is so look at the whimsical and I mean what a just a Mensa member he is. If you're the president of the country, I mean you should have a firm grasp on the history of your mm-hmm. country period. Now obviously Russian history goes far longer than the United States. But you're right, Casey. Here's the thing about Putin that when you watch that interview, I mean, first of all, it is laughable if you think Joe Biden could sit in a meeting with Vladimir Putin and do anything but damage to this country. I mean, and you should believe that whether you are a Democrat, Republican, whatever, when you listen to this interview. Because remember, for a while it was the demise of Putin. He's got this ailment and that ailment, and it's all over for him. He's going to be done soon. Mm -hmm. He didn't look like he was going anywhere, Casey. He looked like he was in perfect health. He was very, I mean, look, I don't speak Russian, but he was very, I guess I could say articulate because he was very, I mean, if the guy was translating properly, he was, by the way, how would you like to be his translator? No, no, thank you. (laughs) And and no well, pressure. But t- but take that aside. That, that that I mean, it's just laughable to think Joe Biden is is going to get anything done when it comes to Putin. He sounded like a man, like he sounded like someone who was in control of the situation. Now, do I agree with his interpretation of the situation? No. In many cases, absolutely. He's a liar. He's a killer. He's all those things. 
but he sounded like an adult. Mm -hmm. He sounded like a guy in charge. He sounded like a guy who knew what he was talking about and what he wanted to do and was in firm control of the situation. And say whatever you want about Trump. He was the exact same way, mm -hmm. which is why he was so successful on foreign policy. And that interview last night, that is what I took away from it was it was like it was it was um, it was like two adults having a conversation. And we don't get that with our president. Well, the interview ran over two hours. They discussed Ukraine, NATO expansion, and Russia's relationship with the United States. At one point, uh, Vladimir Putin said that Tucker wanted to be in the CIA. Tucker ended the interview by asking for a Washington Post journalist to be set free, which I thought was uh, good on him. But here they are. They're talking about a uh, proposed negotiated agreement that may or may not have happened between Russia and Ukraine. So I just want to make sure I'm not misunderstanding what you're saying. I don't think that I am. I think you're saying you want a negotiated settlement to what's happening in Ukraine. <laughs> right. And we made it. We prepared a huge document in Istanbul that was initialed by the head of the Ukrainian delegation. He affixed his signature to some of the provisions, not to all of it. He put his signature and then he himself said, we were ready to sign it and the war would have been over long ago, 18 months ago. However, Prime Minister Johnson came, talked us out of it, and we missed that chance. Well, you missed it, you made a mistake, let them get back to that, that is all. He wants his, what he views as his land back. I mean, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Vladimir Putin is his warped version of nostalgia, right? I mean, on some weird level, uh, there are many people who will hear that and understand what I just said. Like, there are people who wax poetically about better days of this country. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. There are people who say, when I was a kid, this was a better place. Many, many people do that. Vlad this is Vladimir Putin's version of that. He wants to recreate what once was as it relates to Russia. And he views that as his land that was taken away from him. And that, Tony played this earlier. I don't know if we have the audio of this. There was a great back and forth about what they're actually doing in uh, in Ukraine and what they're trying to do and the U.S. involvement in this. And I actually thought from his perspective that that Putin made some pretty good points about what are you, speaking about us, you, mm -hmm. you, the United States, what are you doing? You don't have any vested interest in this. You're hundreds of miles yeah, away. Yes, yes. I don't know if we have that audio. I think it's number 12. Okay. Because I thought that was a fascinating back and forth, and Tucker really didn't have a great answer for it, although I'm not sure he maybe necessarily all that much disagrees with it. But do we, do we have that? Okay, let's, let's play it. I think it's this one. Tomorrow, Russia will use tactical yeah. nuclear weapons. Tomorrow, Russia will use that. No, the day after tomorrow. So what? 
in order to extort additional money from U.S. taxpayers and European taxpayers in the confrontation with Russia in the Ukrainian theater of war. The goal is to weaken Russia as much as possible. One of uh, our senior United States senators from the state of New York, Chuck Schumer, said yesterday, I believe, that we have to continue to fund the Ukrainian effort or U.S. soldiers, citizens could wind up fighting there. How do you assess that? This is a provocation and a cheap provocation at that. I do not understand why American soldiers should fight in Ukraine. There are mercenaries from the United States there. The bigger number of mercenaries comes from Poland, with mercenaries from the United States in second place and mercenaries from Georgia in third place. Well, if somebody has the desire to send regular troops, that would certainly bring humanity to the brink of very serious global conflict. This is obvious. Do the United States need this? What for? Thousands of miles away from your national territory. Don't you have anything better to do? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, look, I, the guy's a thug. He's a murderer. He's a bad guy. He's not sort of any person I want running my country. But he's 100% right on this. And this is the question. You get this kind of bizarro answer when when you press people on this. What what good has come from us being there? I know our gas is a lot more expensive. I know Russia has, we have broken bonds and alliances we had with Russia in terms of international terrorism, specifically Islamic terrorism, where we had mutual interest and we're working together to, to fight. Uh, I know that they have now since taken that energy that was previously helping, you know, subsidize the rest of the world. And now they're making specific alliances with people like Iran and China who don't like us. What good has come from this? Our lawmakers cannot answer that question because the answer is there is no good. They, they always create these doomsday scenarios where he's going to push all the way to Poland. No, this is about right now this guy reclaiming a, a very specific strips of land mm -hmm. that he wants back. And while it may not be in our vested interest to have a stronger Russia, it has certainly not been in our vested interest. If you look at the condition of this country and what the result has been over the past two years of us being in a proxy war with Russia, it's been way worse. Putin went on to say that you have issues on the border, issues with immigration, issues with national debt, more than $33 trillion. You've got nothing better to do. Uh, wouldn't it be better to negotiate with Russia, make an agreement? And then Tucker Carlson did kind of a meeting after the meeting segment. And they were his thoughts of the interview. And he said one of the things that he said was that he got the impression that Russia was not an expansionist country, that they weren't going to be marching into Poland because they already have more land than they have people to fill it. Yeah, they're not capable of doing that. They can't even beat the, you can't even win this little battle in Ukraine, Casey. But yet we're led to believe they're going to just get on tanks and just roll across uh you know, the rest of Europe, it's just, it's it's laughable. I thought it was a very good interview. I thought it was very well done. All right, so there's news involving Donald Trump. He's uh, fighting the Supreme Court, and surprise, surprise, a couple of the justices seem like they're on his side. And that's on the way from 93 WIBC.